Monday, everybody, and welcome back to the Couchside Judges. I'm Scott Fontana. Follow me on Twitter at Scott underscore Fontana. And I'm Dan Urban. Follow me on Twitter at the Dan Urban. Follow the podcast at Couchside Judges and subscribe to us wherever you listen. And the time is here. You got to give that five star review. I've been calling for it every week. Come on. Please do it for Scott's sake and head on over to abcboxing.com to read the scoring criteria. You know, another thing I did social media-wise this week, Dan, was I made an account on Mastodon. Horrible. I hate it. I don't really get it yet, but I I keep picking up followers, and I'm not really doing that much, so sure. Okay. I, 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 I opened it. I hate the interface. I'll, I will never open it again. I think I'm going to end up being the king of MMA Mastodon. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I feel like I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to rule the roost with, like, 34 Mastodon followers. I mean, yeah, Mastodon's pretty... I don't, I don't know. The, the only reason I joined that one or made a point to make sure I joined this week was that everyone was saying that like the, the app would stop working the next day. And I was like, uh, all right, I'll make something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that, I guess now's, now's the time to try. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't think that was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It's too, it's, you know what? It's Such, too big to fail. So it, it, see you say that it's not gonna, I don't just, know. We'll see. Cause he's just going to replace anyone that walked out. He's just going to replace with people that want to work there. Whether you like them or not, it's a good opportunity. I don't, I I don't even want to go so, down that route. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not trying saying, to take the conversation that that's, way. That's but. not what I want to, I'm saying. I'm saying even if you hated Elon Musk, you get an opportunity to work at Twitter, you might take it just to put it on your resume for six months. I don't think, so, you, to- I don't think you know enough people to work well, in Silicon Valley because I know some and it's not really how they think. It, it might be. There's probably, it I'm might sure be. there's some. Good money, but like, I bet. Yeah, but uh, I know a lot of people that are like, you know what? I don't. They didn't even want to work for Twitter before. Like, they want to work for like startups. They want to work at other places and things. Yeah, I could see that mindset. I think too, that's a lot. But of I would is, also because my mindset. Remember, we're older now. You and me. My mindset is, I will, I will work for the highest bidder. Sure, and, but sometimes the highest bidder also is pretty close to someone who's not quite the highest bidder, but also gives you better work life balance or better other stuff. You know that kind of thing. So. I don't know. I kind of I went to AEW this week and I kind of got that MJF mindset. One penny more. I don't know what that. And means. I'm good. I don't know what MJF. He's, MJF is a wrestler. Oh, for okay. AEW. No, no, okay, I know. I do know who he is now. Yeah. He made a comment. Ariel talks to him. Yes, saying that if WWE offers him one penny more, he'll go to WWE. I like that. Okay. So nice. But that event was awesome, and that's where I was Saturday. I didn't see any fights. Okay. Live. Not live. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I got you. But, uh, no, I did. I was at home watching the fights. They were during the afternoon, though, dude. They were done by, like, dinner time, East Coast. Yeah, I was, I was watching uh, college football for the early part of the afternoon. Yeah, how'd you do on your bets? Did you go ahead? Oh, no, I, I, <laughs> uh, it was impressive. I did an impressive uh, 0-7. Yeah? But, yeah. Owens, uh, Yanni the Greek is sitting there, and he's smiling at you, dude. He's <laughs> like, yes. Oh, yeah, you, you played know. the market right. <laughs> you made the right bet. <laughs> How many excuses can you make, Gianni? I don't know, man. Come on. What are your excuses? I was on the wrong side seven times. That's that's a, that's a good reason there. Yeah. Impressive. But, but yeah, we are talking about college football. We are talking about fights, not just from Saturday, but actually, I think more importantly, from Friday uh, and the Bellator 288 slate that on paper looked much more impressive to me anyway. And honestly, it's not that I was that thrilled with like the bulk of the card. Like the prelims, I had very little interest in. I, mm-hmm. I actually didn't really bother watching. Um, I had some other stuff going on too. So, uh, so I skipped the prelims. I watched the main card. You know, I was watching the main card, but it wasn't up until the title fights. I was like, okay, I'm sort of interested, but whatever. Mm-hmm. The title fights though was where it was at. These were were interesting fights on paper, both of them, and in both cases, the younger, I guess, higher upside man won the fight. Well, yeah, Vadim Nemkov kept his belt. Won the million dollar Grand Prix, light heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Usman Nurmagomedov totally outclassed Patricio Pitbull, or excuse me, Patricky 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 Pitbull. Um, I think a lot of people saw that one coming. A lot of people had kind of fallen for, and I, I will count myself among them, fallen for the idea that maybe the Demon Epkov just was going to have trouble with the style of Corey Anderson. Did not. Mm, he did not at all. No, no, he looked he, really good in there, and, and Corey Anderson was just ineffective in trying to get the fight where he really wanted he, it, which was to the mat. He was, you know, he was in the fight in some ways sometimes, but really just never, never, get it down. never threatened. Yeah, could in not a real get way. the fight to the mm-hmm. ground, and that was the difference. Were you, were so. you surprised, uh, you know, with his performance? This time? I was, kind of, I was surprised he was able to keep it upright, and I was surprised he didn't gas hard late. 
Well, he kept it where he wanted it to. So I know. Think so that, that, that's that, right. that kind of goes hand in hand, right? But he, he still had to defend 15 takedown attempts, which is exhausting. So it can be. It can be. You, you saw signs of, of uh, exhaustion. His mouthpiece kept falling out yes. uh, throughout. So, But uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a solid performance. Uh, a little surprise Anderson couldn't get it down. I was surprised he didn't get it down even one time. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, that, he oh, he did. He threw him down at one time, and he popped right, right back up. That's, so that I, doesn't I, count, really. It's not really what I'm, ca- I'm right, talking about, yeah. like, get it down and start getting to work. You know, he, like, didn't, yeah. he didn't do what he wanted there. Like, he got it right. He got it down, but, I mean, was he happy with that exchange? Well, no, Probably because not. he rushed it and um, allowed Nemkov to stand back up because I think he kind of was like, oh, man, I got him down. I better do this. And he had no chance to keep it there, so. Yeah, those are the breaks, but... uh yeah, I, I was surprised too. To to be perfectly honest about the Nemkov car, I really was. It's not, it's not that he didn't have the talent. I just I had kind of written off that okay, maybe he just couldn't handle the wrestling mm-hmm. based on one performance. And yeah. you know, shame on me, right? Right. Shame on me. Shame on you. Yeah. Um, uh, who would you pick? Here's a question I have. Here's a little thought exercise, right? Because we can't have this fight anytime soon anyway. But Nemkov fought Yuri Prohaska. Yeah. Years back. Mm-hmm. Almost seven years ago. Yeah. Back in Ryzen, Ryzen. right? Ten minutes it went. TKO retirement between rounds because mm-hmm. they had the ten minute round there, Pride style. Yes. Let's say they're rematching today. Just just have some fun here. Let's say they're rematching today. They're both on top of the two big organizations in the world at their weight class, um, and they're far and away better than anything PFL has. So it doesn't even really matter um, at that weight. Who would you pick rematch? Vadim Nemkov versus Yuri Prohaska. I pick Yuri. Okay. I think I do too. I think chaos would wouldn't sue i think i think yuri would try oh. to make it more chaotic and i think if nemkov is able to keep it more disciplined it re- like it could really go his way yeah but i think that 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 chaos is uh is a killer there it, it is it, it would is. like you're just gonna be in a fire because nemkov wasn't he threw a ton of strikes at anderson sure it was a very aggressive fight from him it was so, but but like also it wasn't <laughs> look yuri fights a certain way right yeah and nemkov fights a certain way you can you can be active throwing strikes but He's still a little more collected in the way he does it. I think Yuri likes to make that chaos a little bit in there. Yeah, I, I could see. I can see this one. The longer it goes, I think it definitely favors Yuri. You would think so. Yeah. You know, I That's mean, he's got he's got a fifth round victory now. Late fifth round victory. <laughs> Granted, man. the man he beat was you know more than forty years old. Nemkov is thirty. Some would say he's the best he's ever been. Some would say that. Yeah. I mean, I don't so, necessarily disagree. I'm just saying, you know, there's something to take into account. There's a younger man here. Yeah. Um, but I, I see that's that fight would be so awesome if we could actually get that fight, and we can't. But so. we're not allowed to have it. So I, yeah, I just want to. I basically just wanted to be sad. I built in a, a sad conversation piece. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about Usman Nurmagomedov though? Here is you know obviously another one from the Nurmagomedov clan. Mm-hmm. Getting yep. to the top. Beep was there on Facetime. And and yes, <laughs> did you? I don't know if you saw a hectic one posted. Uh, one of his, you know, because obviously he makes those, you know, parody, I guess, type of, you know, kind of humor mm. joke uh, posts. And he did one with uh all all the guys. They were like holding up the phone. They were all happy showing the phone. Mm-hmm. And it's Connor on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Con- Connor just looking all happy yeah. in the big. It was it was really good. Uh, <laughs> that one got me. But but now we have Usman Nurmagomedov. Another another kind of thing where it's like two guys ruling the same thing, and Islam Makhachev they're ruling the lightweight division in each of these two organizations, right? right? Um, I think that's fascinating. But real question I have for you: Will Usman Nurmagomedov still be on top of this division at the conclusion of the upcoming lightweight Grand Prix? Well, I have to ask: Did they finalize who are, who is in? No, they have not. No, is, but, but is like McKee in it? I would assume he's going to be. Like so I, let's just has... work off of the operation that they're going to pick all of the best guys that they have available. Okay, him included. And there's no chance McKee heads for UFC then. I imagine no. before this let's, concluded. Let's just operate so, under the assumption that he's going to be a part of this okay. in some way. Obviously, will he necessarily match up with him? I don't know, but hopefully that they they put them on opposite ends of the bracket. So hmm. that will be the the championship fight. I think that would be the toughest test and. If Usman was able to get past that, uh, the only challenge I want to see is him versus Islam for the Dagestani 155 world title. I guess really the, the, so, the question here is ultimately who's the best lightweight in Bellator? Do you think it's Nurmagomedov or do you think there's someone out I, there who, who would beat him? I think Nurma, Nurmagomedov is the most well-rounded. 
Okay. I think he can strike. He, he gave up a tricky fits on the feet. Mm-hmm. On the ground, he was absolutely dominant. Uh, I'd like to see what happens maybe if he gets put on his back by McKee. Okay. See what happened there. I think that would that would probably give me more answers to how I feel. I'm not necessarily sure that he would have as much pride. I mean, I, I think highly of AJ McKee. And I'm not making an actual pick here, but I, I don't know. That'd be tough. That's a tough one for even McKee. That's I think a, both I of, think these, both of these guys, I think it's a wonderful fight. I, I hope we do get that some, it, shoot, make it the first round. I don't care. Just put it in. Oh, yeah, you know what? Maybe just to guarantee we get it. Yeah, that's what Let's, I'm saying. Yeah. Make, make it happen. And, and then he loses goes to UFC. Well, there we go. I think the idea would be if they can kind of control it too, if they give him a matchup like that, maybe mm. he, you know, it's a little more affordable to keep him. Who knows? Uh-huh. You know, I, I have no idea how they're going to try and play it from a free agency standpoint, but nonetheless. Um, another wild card pick I'm going to put in there for you to mm-hmm. potentially is uh, Tafik Musayev. Okay. I don't know how much you've watched of him, but he's he's very good. Um, he's got a win over Patricky as well. He, uh, he came in and, and beat Sidney Lowe. In 27 seconds, back in July, I don't know if you remember that fight, um, but he is very. That was when we were in Canada, or not in Canada, but near Canada, right? At, uh, right. Up at ABC. So no, he, I'm interested to see him as well. I think he's kind of like the only other guy that I would kind of put in that mix and be like, you know what? I want to see what he would do. But mm. ultimately, I think I would say it's it's probably Nurmagomedov. What about what about Mamedov? So you got a shot? Is on Mamedov? Probably uh, not. Uh, not. Wouldn't write him off. Benson maybe. Probably not. I think it would be very tough for Benson to beat some of these absolute top guys. He can't rule them out, but yeah. you know, I think he's had a lot of time in Bellator to try to get these one of these runs together. It just hasn't happened. So maybe Brent look, it, is... it'd be amazing if he did it, but I just I don't I won't buy it necessarily from Benson. Brent Gogo's uh, Usman. It, look, he just one Gogo <laughs> plot on the, along the way. He doesn't even need to beat anybody like anyone else. So he doesn't have to beat for the title. Just get the Gogo. And give him the million for I that. I would give him the million for that. Absolutely. <laughs> Take the million away. It actually goes to whoever yeah. gets the Gogo Plata. Awesome. That should be the that should be the tournament. <laughs> I'm gonna start the Gogo Gogo Plata FC, I'm starting. Okay. You'll, I like it. You get <laughs> normally you're paid peanuts, but if you hit a Gogo Plata in the fight, you get one million dollars. I like it. And if I detect that you and your opponent have worked together and are splitting the money, I will murder you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Heavy stakes. I'll hire someone to do it. I'm not doing that. That would just be silly to bloody my own hands with this. We're never going to release this episode, so hope, hopefully no one hears that. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, let's 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 bring it back. Let's bring it. We're going a little crazy here. Um, back to UFC, and I don't have, honestly, I don't really want to talk about UFC too much, but the question I had for you, and this was a poll that I posted on, on Twitter because it's still alive. Oh, is it? it I, is didn't, I didn't see no, it. No, you were there. You were there. I, you did, oh, you didn't see the I poll. I didn't see the poll. No. Oh, okay, okay. The poll was this, Dan. Was this past UFC, UFC Vegas 65, mm-hmm. was it the most skippable UFC event of the year? And and that includes both what you know in hindsight and how you felt about it coming in. Oh, maybe, Factor yeah. it in with the fact that we lost the main event before the main card started. Okay, I got you. I mean, of all time, I think it's right behind UFC 151. You think the it's most that skippable. Wow. Uh, well, obviously, 151 didn't happen. So exactly. That's not fair, but yeah. Um, we're just talking about this year. But this year, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think it's we pretty because we this lost year. the main event. Yeah. Uh, it the, wasn't that great to begin with. I mean, Della was was the highest. Uh, Jack was, Della was the one I was yeah. most interested in seeing anyway. Sure. And he he shined. So mm-hmm. for that, it was awesome. But, right. But that was yeah. This was one element of a you know. Yeah. This wasn't especially the main card kicked off with. Like just a dreadfully long foul plagued fight. I know we'll get into that. I know <laughs> I, I, that was wow, crazy. Okay, yeah, yeah. That that, that fight is definitely <laughs> on tap in contested rounds when we get there. But um, yeah, so you would agree. I I'm I'm oh, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, same yeah. mind. I think yeah. this was absolutely the most skippable event. It, yep. it kind of looked. It, I didn't necessarily feel that way coming in, but I we I was very low on it. Well, losing Derek Lewis, in. I think, is a big, huge, huge hit to it. So, well, hundred percent. I mean, uh, shoot, like, no offense to Kennedy and Zechiku or, or Yankote Laba, but nobody's tuning in for that fight. I that know, wasn't yeah. the fight. Like a lot of people were like kind of making fun of the idea of that fight to begin with, and then it ends up have to be the closer because everything just has to move up. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, no, no, a thousand times no. They would have been better off just putting Jack Della Maddalena up at the top. Yeah, or Moroz and Maya, I think, might have done better as the top billing. I, so, I don't I don't know that that was the fight to get people to watch either. 
Oh, no, to get people to watch, I think you <laughs> were struggling regardless. That's what I'm talking about. Like, you, um, you got to have something for people to want to watch. Although, granted, every programming thing is still going to call it Lewis versus Spivak. So, you're already kind of there because of this. Like, it, 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 I guess yeah. Lewis versus Spivak served its purpose as being something to get people watching. <laughs> it's not like anyone was doing, you know, the old, you know, 2005 fable about, yo, mm-hmm. do, you, do you see this fight? You got to wa- turn on Spike TV and watch this, the ultimate fighter finale. Mm-hmm. No one's doing that with the UFC anymore. They're not texting their friends like, yo, put this on. They're like, nah, man, I'm, yo, I'm, I'm binging Stranger Things. I got other stuff to do. Take, <laughs> take 15 to 20 minutes out of your time to register for ESPN+. Plus. <laughs> and then turn it on. Yeah. Well, I, was it actually? I don't remember if it was on ESPN proper or not. No, it no, there's college football. On. Oh, that's true. Of yeah, course, so. I should have known. And I just turned on the. I don't have cable anymore, oh, so okay. like literally, I don't. The only reason I know is when I write it into my stuff that I write for work, and I'll say like, you know, it's on X, you know, X time, X channel. But I didn't write about UFC this right. I wrote about, wrote about Bellator, so mm-hmm. I didn't even really know. <laughs> Um, but yes, obviously we're in agreement there. Speaking of agreement, yeah, we had a lot of unanimity at both UFC and Bellator for the judges here. Yeah, some judges pulling double duty. Yes, there was there was a couple that, that flew uh, out from Chicago to Vegas on the red eye. Mm-hmm. I assume it's the only way they could have gotten there. So, uh, you want you want to hit us with the numbers? Yeah, Bellator uh, turned in twenty five rounds. Twenty one of them were unanimous for eighty four percent. One of the rounds was an eight nine split. Very good. That's very and good. UFC uh, turned in 26 rounds, and 21 rounds were unanimous there for 80.7%. So. To have both of them over 80, I think that that's a really good weekend that's good. For, for the judges. I, I think, think that's so. Be- and, and, you know, I think some of these rounds were not necessarily that easy either, too. So the fact that they got to that benchmark, I think that, that's Solid. pretty damn good. I think it's good. Yeah. Little uh, little little quiet clap to the uh, the judges who worked that in general. Before we tear them to shreds in contested rounds. No. No, no <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> but we will get to contested rounds nonetheless. Starting with Bellator, sir. Yeah. And none of these were on the prelims, too, which is why I didn't bother going back to watch the prelims. I didn't have to. So That's I was solid. like, okay. Yeah. This is simple. I'll just watch the ones on the main card. So I think we got to start with. Thank you for the timestamps, by the way. Oh, you're well, yes. Yeah, so, so when we do our. <laughs> For, for those at home, here's a little peek behind the curtain. When we put down our little outline of what we are going to watch for our contested rounds, uh, you know, typically I don't do this, but we will we'll, we'll just list the fights, right? We'll list the fights, list the rounds. I typically don't put the timestamp on it. Dan doesn't typically do it when he does uh, the, the outline as well. But I said, you know what? I'm going to do Dan a favor because Showtime just does a block. Here's Bellator 288. You can't find the individual fight like you can on Fight Pass. Or excuse me, not on Fight Pass, on ESPN+. Plus. Well, Fight Pass too. Mm-hmm. Right on ESPN Plus, so you have to just go there, and then you got to hunt around and find the fight you want. So I, you know, going ahead, I was like, okay, I'll just put down the times for Dan. That was very nice of you, because I know how much Dan complains about Bellator. So I wanted to make I it no as easy as possible. About this one, though. I know you didn't about right. this one, but in general, you complain a lot about Bellator. Well, they yeah. should, they should care more about their product. I'm just saying, yes uh, or no, you do. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, I guess. But I'm anyway, trying so not I... to. I don't want to. <laughs> I want to be told every single time Bellator's on, I have to watch it, <laughs> and I just don't get that yet. There's honestly, they're 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 in a good stretch right now, though. I think a lot of these. Cards I saw December ninth looks pretty good. All the way through That's to Grand Prix Day, right? December nine. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. and then, and then there's the the card with Ryzen too on New Year's Eve. They have a right. I saw a fight that I hated. I don't like seeing Ryan Bader versus Fedor. Um, that's no, that's not for that one, but that's that's for, February, that's, right? Yeah, yeah, that's February. That's the CBS one. I don't have interest no one, in that. Nobody wants to see that fight except Fedor. Yeah, I think Bader and, even and probably said he Ryan, didn't want it. Ryan Bader was like, you know what? This really didn't excite me, but now that I took it, I'm getting excited. That's kind of weird to say. Yeah, it's like yeah, that feels like uh, forced promotion there. Yeah. But hey, whatever. I mean, he's gonna <laughs> collect a payday, and who knows? Um, I, crazy thing is, I'm not even writing. I'm not even writing Fedor off. That's that's how weird it is. We don't have to go there though. Okay. That's not the point. Yeah. We've got these tested rounds to do. We got sir. some contested can we focus? rounds. We, we can. Focus? You're we always can. getting off topic. We can. It's always you. It was not it's me at all me. this episode. Not yeah, even I'm, a little I'm bit. I'm gearing up for this round. Nah, I'm, I'm just teasing. Let's go. Right, let's get into this. We this round, and I know, <laughs> I already know. We uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit, so we, we we might have some conversation here. We'll have a little bit. Uh, Keep the, it respectful. The fight, the fighting question, uh, was Daniel James. Getting the win uh, over Tyrell Fortune, an upset by the way at heavyweight TKO in round two. 
Round one, though, was split, and, and it's kind of a weird round. So, Dan, why don't you go over what happens? All right, so the round kind of starts slow. They're kind of just staring at each other, and Fortune lands three leg kicks. On the third one, James forces a scramble after catching the kick, and uh, Fortune kind of, like, goes four-point stance in this scramble, and uh, James throws three strikes. I don't really think they connected. Maybe the, maybe the third one kind of was blocked a little bit. Uh, gets back to the feet. They clinch, and action stops for a low blow. On return, Fortune takes uh, James down, has him pinned against the fence. He's landing a couple strikes to the body, a couple to the head in this weird sitting up guard against the fence. Well, he's locked. He's locked his legs around the, yeah, well, the one leg. He didn't. He's, yeah. He got, well, it's, it's not, kind yeah. of that Randy Couture. Oh, you're talking about okay. Yeah. So a he. Earlier. Uh, James is trying to stand up. Uh, gets forced back down, and this is you now in this kind of scramble. He does lock up the leg that Randy Couture style hold on to half guard sure. type deal here. Uh, he's landing a strike every now and then. He's not very active, but he is doing some striking. I don't agree with, uh, Big John's assessment saying he's just controlling. I don't think that's true. Uh, cause James is trying to stand up from time to time. It, it's just, it's just not happening for him. He's trying to throw elbows. I don't particularly think these are that great. The ones I think he was hitting them in the shoulder with elbows. It's like, I, I don't, don't know what that's going to do. Uh, but then they do, he scrambles, tries to get to his feet, and this is where Fortune takes his back. Good Fortune takes his back uh, and locks in a really tight rear naked choke. I'm kind of shocked the fight didn't end here. I'm shocked. This was a good rear naked choke. But credit to James. He, he holds off. He was I think he was in it for like 45 seconds. With 25 seconds left in the round, he reverses position. With 22 seconds, he starts throwing strikes. He's throwing with a lot of power. How many are actually getting through? I think I counted three, maybe four, until the round ends. He strikes for about ten, uh, about seven seconds, and then he gets three more seconds as the round ends from uh, second marker four to zero. As I'm watching this, while he's stuck in the rear naked choke, I'm like, why are we watching this? Why are we watching this round? I is did I misread the outline? Is this a 10-9 versus ten eight? Because if I, I don't see it ten eight here, but then he does the reverse. I'm like, okay, maybe we got a split round here, but I think it's ten nine fortune. I think it's pretty clear, and that's how I scored it. I struggle to see 10-9 James. Interesting. Like, I, I, I struggle. I saw 10-9 James. I know. And I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I listen, I, I really disagree with it. Like, I know. Here's the thing. I know what you're going to say. Why? You do. I just disagree with that being a valid why. Why don't you tell me? Because you actually don't know what my reason is. I think so your reasoning is, for, I think you think he's going to have more heavier impact. I think the early parts of the round, I think he landed heavier. I think you'll probably think he was not that effective grappling and i and obviously the strikes at the end i think that's a that's a good chunk of it that, that absolutely is a good chunk of it i guess my question is here is this when i'm watching that choke and this actually this actually goes back to when i was watching the fight like partially in real time mm -hmm. cuz i did go back and watch the fight once for the for normal scoring and then at your behest mm -hmm. i watched it a second time mm -hmm. you said you watched it what 47 times like luke Thomas, i watched right? it a bunch of times 47 times yeah yeah you went through. The, you said four, right? The, to, to give you the real four number, times. you said you watched it four times. Okay. Yeah. You know this round much more intimately than I do. Mm -hmm. I I cannot deny it. You're probably the the of anyone on planet Earth. I bet you know this round better than anyone. <laughs> Possibly. You, you, this is this is your Guinness Book of World Possibly. Records thing. Because I just I, I was I was <laughs> I was sh kind of shocked to be honest. Okay. Still am a little bit, but I want to hear the reasoning. Here's the thing: when I'm watching this, go, to go back to when I was mm -hmm. watching live, I'm watching him lock in that choke. And it, for whatever reason, it just didn't look like he had it like in the right spot of pressure on the carotid. I don't know why. Maybe it's just like, look, how can I really tell that? I'm going to be perfectly honest. I can't give you a good answer. I really can't, mm -hmm. you know. But I will say this. He had it locked in. You don't know how he didn't finish it. You can, it, it at least feeds into what I'm talking about here. You can hulk up and you can use your neck muscles at least a bit to keep you in it. He was He was able to pull the arm. He's pulling here. He might be releasing a little bit of pressure. It's it's and then he's he's got to switch grips. He's got to go from traditional finish to gable grip to S grip sure. as the way he, he is finishing sequence in these in these transitions. He could just be a little bit getting through, allowing him to to stay in it. Sure. I I, I think it was a really solid attack. I, I kind of yeah. It's it's without question. It's the highest single attack of the round regardless like i'm not mm -hmm. trying to dismiss it entirely I, I, that would that would be stupid that'd be unqualified right um and i'm probably still gonna have I, i'll bet you uh, I'll, i'm gonna hear from some people when this episode comes out it'll be like scott come on you can't do that it's it's obviously it's it's around for a fortune i'm prepared for that if, if and if i'm wrong please tell me 
and explain to me why, because I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm very okay with that. I'm okay with someone telling me it's closer than I see it as well. But when I'm watching, I think I think you discounted the success that uh, James had earlier on. I, I don't because I, I don't think, think he had. Ex- I don't think he had success. I think he landed hard enough. What was it? The kick that kind of got him down, right? That, he that took, started that scramble. He took three kicks. There was no strike landed by James. That was, on there the, was no strike landed. Not there? a single. Well, no. Okay, I'm telling you. Okay. On the third kick, he catches. Before the third kick, there was no strike landed by James. Sure. He catches a kick. He kind of twists him around, and Fortune lands like all fours, kind of like turtle, kind of but standing. Mm-hmm. And James is whipping punches at his head. The first two, I think, completely go over the top of his head. I, we have a bad angle. I don't think it connected with his head. Mm-hmm. The third one, he comes up underneath, and I think he connects, but I also hit, think he got mostly glove. Okay. So that that's where I don't think he landed all that strongly. See, I thought there was a strike in there on the way down. That looked to me like there was a strike. That, look, like we've established, you're the expert on this round in the world. <laughs> so... <laughs> If if you're telling me there's no strike landed, I'm I'm pretty much inclined to believe you. The, I I I am almost certain the first two he he airballs. Okay. The third one he yeah, and, may and have And I'm not connected. talking about that. I'm not, I, yeah. It looked like he lands like a leg kick or something like that. That's what I thought I saw. Oh no, James James, James didn't even throw a leg kick. I thought what what did he land? Though? He just caught the kick. He didn't land anything to he follow ca- up on the way the down. Kick, and he I throws swear. like he throws like a karate chop and whips the leg around, and it forces Fortune to like kind of stumble. And fall forward, and he lands in that turtle position. How am I, how am I missing this then? I, I, I mean, I don't have in that position, moment, he but... has it, and he's going like this, bang, mm. trying to hit him, bang. Then they get into a clinch. He gets kneed in the cup. They separate. They re-engage. Fortune shoots almost immediately. Gets the takedown, and that's Damn. the rest of the round. Mm-hmm. I will grant you, by the way, that a lot of those strikes are either blocked or miss at the end of the round, mm-hmm. going all the way to the end of the round. I. Fully acknowledge that. I, mm-hmm. I, I, didn't, I wasn't sitting there thinking, oh, man, he's okay. nailing his nailing. When I watched it live, mm-hmm. I thought some of that was getting through. But after I watched it again, I understood, no, okay, a lot mm-hmm. of these are. But I still saw a good chunk of them landing heavy and hard. <sighs> I, didn't see, I, I, didn't, I did not see Fortune in trouble. I, I, I think at the I very think. end of the round, that one of the, the ones that I would, there, I will say that okay. that might have been the heaviest of the the final too. the final three seconds are the best one that gets through and you can't now you can't and, uh, you can't score this right you can't score the idea of what could have happened thereafter because the horn sounds mm-hmm. you only score the action that takes place yeah. within that round granted sure looked like he had him in a good position at that point though and it did continue into that next round he obviously wins it well he knocks him out yeah, yeah. but I, I think that's just because I'll give you this he won round two. Um, <laughs> you'll allow me that. Uh, I'll give you. you that one. I don't. I kind of saw a small argument for fortune there, though, dude. That's not fair. His head hurt his fist. I think yeah, a little bit, dude. You don't know what his X-rays look like. <laughs> uh, yeah. On to be honest, uh, yeah. I, I I really thought this should have been around for fortune. Okay. And hey, that's look. that's where I, that's why I text you. I said I'm okay. If you want to, what did I say to you? I urge, I urge you. I said I urge well, you, you to rewatch this. You called me a very unkind oh, word. Oh, that's true too. Yeah, we're not allowed to use that <laughs> because we have the the non explicit on on Apple uh, designation. So yeah, yeah, that's true. And <laughs> honestly, I was a little embarrassed. Like I, I have a family. Mm-hmm. Like my kids respect me. Why would you talk yeah. to me like that? No, <laughs> I made all that up. He's Dan, Dan is a good guy, but um, well, not really. But <laughs> <laughs> now I. I listen. I I respect your opinion. You obviously watched around a lot, and and if you're telling me he doesn't land those strikes in the beginning too, that actually takes away a, a lot of what I was kind of giving as like a bit of an edge. I don't. Yeah. To, uh, to, to be go honest, for James, if, if you're telling me he doesn't land, and I I'm welcome I, to go back and even watch it. I'll too. concede we don't have a great angle of it. We're behind the. Punches. I do think we have some bad so, angles in, in this fight in general. We have a we have a bad angle. We're behind the punches, mm-hmm. so. It's possible. Maybe they hit. Maybe yeah. maybe uh, Brandon Mason had a great. Brandon view Mason of these. is the judge who saw it the same so, way as me with James. Yeah, but uh, you saw it the same way as as two judges who I respect the hell out of too. By the way, which is Sal D'Amato and Ron McCarthy. So look, I'm not gonna sit here and t- say you know these two gentlemen are wrong and that you're wrong or anything like that. I I I respect your opinions way too mm-hmm. much and your assessments way too much. So, so. um, but. I am I am curious for some feedback on on kind of the 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 situation with the choke because I really I swear to you as I'm watching that choke live I'm like does he really have it locked in or not I guess you could, I mean you can always I guess make that argument saying well the choke looks locked in why is he not going to sleep because I you know I mean like, look I've grappled too right like you there? know that yeah. you you obviously know yeah. that because we've grappled a bunch you and I but you know I've certainly locked in rear naked chokes before where I'm like oh I got this and they're like it's not in I'm like what now I'm an amateur right you know. 
these are professional athletes. I don't know what uh, Tyrell Fortune's grappling credentials are. Like, I know he's a wrestler, but I don't they know. They said he had one rear naked choke finish before this fight. Yeah, I mean, so. I've locked in rear naked chokes that made people tap too, but like, you know, it's not. It's not an easy choke. No, uh, it's not. There's, there's some intricacy to it, right? So I guess it's my personal experience of knowing that I can get that choke in and not actually get it that makes me think, well, what if it could be that, you know? I guess. I, I don't it know. It looked really good to me. To me, I think it, he just look, James just finished good, so, and, may, and maybe that's uh, enough. Defended, to, not finished. It, uh, defended really well. Maybe that is enough to give the round, even on its own. Even if he, like, if just because he gets it, obviously it's a good attack. So maybe mm-hmm. that is being the most significant attack of the round. Maybe that's where you're supposed to go. I would allow for that, and and, and if I'm wrong, I accept that. I, I I can accept being wrong and learn from that. Yeah, and I I do I I disagree with 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 McCarthy's assessment. Calling it 100% control and absolutely zero. John uh, McCarthy, not Ron. Yes, not Ron. John. Mm-hmm. So they probably yelled at each other on the on the flight home. Yeah, they were probably arguing about this round. Dad, shut up! <laughs> I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Have we have we exhausted we have this exhausted, round? Yeah, we've exhausted. I don't think this anybody. Round. Honestly, I hope you guys listening care about this round as much as Dan does. <laughs> but but you really couldn't because no yeah, one. You no, know, could. you couldn't. Well, I would. It, I was not that I cared about this round. I mean. It's just you were just surprised I that I, I, understand, I was a understand. little shocked. I understand. I understand. Um, all right, let's move on though, and and probably we have to be a little more efficient with our time. I think we will way, be because we we spent ten minutes on that round, dude. <laughs> it was twice as long as the actual right. round. Oh man, but that was good. That was good. I, yeah. I enjoyed the conversation, and and yeah, you didn't even give me the finger. That was wild. Uh, we're not on video yet. That's no, why. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, all right, we're moving on though. Uh, the next fight after this one was Tamur Kizriev, who got the win over uh, Daniel Veitchel. 30-27 twice and a 29-28. So, you know, innocuous win for Tamar Kizriev. We're only talking about round three here, but I thought this was an interesting round the way it ended up. So let's talk about it, sir. What happens in round three? Yeah, I don't think there's any de- debating that uh, Kizriev wins the boxing of the round, I would say, that that portion. Mm-hmm. Not just stri- not striking, just boxing. Just the straight-up hands. Boxing and volume, I think he definitely had the volume edge. I don't think there's much debating that. His jab is is working really nice. He lands a few good rights behind it. But, you know, nothing else is really all that strong. Weichel, uh gets a nice takedown, grabs the back, eventually locks in a pretty tight arm bar that uh, Kizriev escapes. But back on the feet, it's Kizriev landed some jabs, you know, out-voluming him. But like I said, they're, they're just really jabs. Uh, Weichel then does land a huge knee that Kizriev is wobbled, and then he lands a strong front kick to the face, which I think wobbled him a little bit too. Like I said, I think Kizriev has the volume, but Weichel has the impact. Without the knee, I think it's Kizriev all day, but that knee it did happen, so I'm on 10-9 Weichel. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Weichel too. Um, you know, it, I think he has the more heavy, heavily impactful strikes in this round, like for the reasons you outlined. Obviously, there was the grappling element mm-hmm. of this round as well, and I think that has to play heavily into the favor. I, I don't hate grappling, by the way. Just so, just so we're aware <laughs> of the last round. I really don't hate grappling. I love grappling. Um, yeah, I, honestly, I thought there was a very strong argument for Vichel in this round. Mm-hmm. I really did. I, I, I'm a little surprised that it ended up being to the point where we're talking about Judge Mike Bell being the the out judge here mm-hmm. uh, on this round for Vichel. I would have thought you know, if you told me this round, like, okay, they diverged. Somebody had it for Kizri. I was like, oh, okay, sure. But I'm very surprised it was two out of three. And, you know, these things happen in MMA and all that. Da, da, mm-hmm. da, da, da. Um, <laughs> different angles of the of the round and that kind of thing. But, man, this seemed like a good Vichel round to yeah, me. To yeah. me, I thought it was a good Vichel round. Yeah, I'm confident in the score for I Vichel. feel very good so. about it. It's, it's not to the point where I'm like, come on, guys. But I'm like, uh, as far as, what, what, what is this round, by the way? This is a couchside override. <laughs> as far as couchside override rounds go, this is the one where I'm like, wow. I'm like the most surprised like that it actually went this way. Yeah. Uh, as far as couchside overrides, right? Okay. Right? Cuz usually it's like it's close and we kind of go that way. We're not usually like feeling very strong about the round when it gets overridden. Usually not, no. Usually not. Um nonetheless, Fightel lost this fight. Yeah, this didn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, you know, judges Brian Puccillo and Scott Jones. Scott with one T, by the way. Uh, he spells it wrong. Um, I'm I regret to tell him, but <laughs> they both had it for Kizri of ten nine. It could be more efficient though. He saves time. It's really not that hard. 
when I was when I was a kid, I basically drew it like an H that was kind of uh, sloppy and like okay. had uh, like lines coming off the sides. Mm-hmm. That was more or less. I, I kind of okay. still do that more or less. I have the worst handwriting in the world, so I have very legible handwriting that is like not neat, but like you can read it. Your handwriting um, doesn't look like writing. It Here? just it's just a bunch of lines okay, that Scott, don't mean anything. Real quick, that is the word the that says ha ha. That's no, that, just one of them. It says that's the word. So it the. just says ha. It, I understand now. It says the. That's the. No, it doesn't. I got yelled at all the time in school. They're like, what is this? <laughs> it's the. Honestly, that's the word I'd the. make an argument that it either is the word ha or it's plus four. I no, can see a no. plus sign and a four. No one no one knows this. We, this is terrible H-E. podcast talk, right? T-H-E. I, I understand. We, we need the video element for this, sir. I'll we post gotta, a picture of it. and get. Fine, a, that's and, fine. And, actually, got, you post a poll. You got a bigger following. <laughs> what is that how word? About, how about you? You post it and I'll share it. Okay, sounds right? good. All right, we can do that. Anyway, we got to move on. Nobody nobody knows what we're talking about, okay? All right, we got Usman Amalgamated. We're going back to the title fights now, okay? Yeah, now. Got the win over Patricky, uh, Patricky Pitbull. I was called the Patricky Fede, which is actually his correct name. That would have been fine. <laughs> but then I stopped myself. Uh, got the win 50-45 and 50-44 twice. Mm-hmm. Round two is the only round we're talking about as the potential 10-8, which was the majority score here. So, Dan. What happens? Yeah, so, so Nurmagomedov, this is all him this round. He lands a solid punch, which you know kind of off-balances Patricky a little bit, goes right into a takedown, moves straight to half guard, and he just starts landing solid ground and pound. He was kind of doing body-body head, but these body-body heads were kind of on a, a little higher impact level. Uh, he ends up getting finally getting that wrist to trap the wrist. Uh, I think they look for that almost immediately. But he finally gets it. This is where he just starts dropping heavy, heavy shots. I think it's total domination. He finishes the round in full mount, landing solid elbows. I think we have all three Ds. So I'm 10-8 in Nurmagomedov. Yeah, this feels like a, a very good 10-8 round for me. Um, and, I mean, it's not like it's not like Pitbull does anything. Yeah, no He offense. does nothing yeah. here, man. It's, it's, you know, did he earn the nine is kind of the question you hear sometimes from, from judging circles. Absolutely not. Don't think so. Not even close. And he got, especially at the very end, I mean, that crossed into the, the heavy, there's a problem here going on mm-hmm. round. Yeah. And I think that's where you start to say, okay, 10 is pretty easy to pull here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we did get that from, you know, the two traveling judges who worked this show, Sal D'Amato and Mike Bell. Uh, and, and nobody pulls that eight like Mike Bell does, too. So, But <laughs> nonetheless, I think he's absolutely justified here. Granted, I'll fight for him most of the time anyway because I'll, I'll yeah. get as many eights as I can. You got to go eight. You got to go, go, go eight. You got to go eight. I feel really good about it. Scott Jones did not pull the eight. I couldn't tell you why. This Scott has two T's and he pulled the eight. <laughs> so that's just another way I'm superior. I'm not saying I'm a better judge than him, but I am saying I'm a better Scott than him. Oh, boy. Yeah. I feel very confident in that. I am the best, the better Scott of the two. We're going to have this fight There's at the more of Invitational. Me. There's more of me. I got an extra T. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and my grandma was a Scott, by the way. She was an actual a COT. Oh, okay. She was from Scotland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's neither here nor there. Let's move on to the final one from Bellator before we switch over to uh, the irrelevant UFC card, right? Vadim Nemkov, Corey Anderson, 49-46 twice for the uh, defending champion and a 48-47. So we are split on round four. What happened? I mean, up to this point, I think this might have been Anderson's best round. Um, but the difference here is Nemkov is landing solidly to all targets. But, but he won round three. And What are you talking about? I'm just saying, I think this still was probably his best You thought round. this was better than the round he won? Yeah, it might be. Wow. Okay. All right. But Good. I'm, I, now I understand. Continue. Yeah. Did he win all three? Did he run three? I wasn't scoring. I was just watching. For he was unanimous on round three. Okay. Good yeah. for him then. Because that's why it was 49-46 right. and 48-47. So there was one okay. round that was distinctly him. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's good for him then. <laughs> but no, I saw. I thought this was probably what, one of the better rounds he had. Okay, I, guess, all right. I actually did think it was the best round up to this point. All right, um, continue. Not saying. I mean, I wasn't watching the previous rounds to score, so I don't. I was watching for entertainment. Were you entertained? I was. I thought, was I thought this fight. was a fine yeah. fight. I thought it was a fine fight. I, but like I said, I think the difference is Nemkov's landing all, to all targets. The light kick is especially. Uh, I think there's a big difference uh, there. Noticeable immediate imp- uh, effect on those. I think he he's walking a little heavier. Uh, because of it, not as light-footed. I think it's Nemkov. I, I'd call it pretty close, So, but 10-9 Nemkov. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Nem- this is the round where Nemkov's mouthpiece keeps falling out, too. He, yes. Yeah. Yep. Where it particularly became a problem. It was like, come on. But yes, yeah. I do then think he's like, he w- can I rinse it off? <laughs> Did you see, by the way, that um, 
uh, Jason Herzog puts it directly back into his mouth. He did. I uh, thought I thought Nemkov put it in for himself. There was uh, maybe it was a different round, but there was oh, okay. a round where Jason Herzog most definitely just sticks it back in. Oh, okay. And I thought to myself, I'm like, well, that's not what we were taught. Maybe, yeah, but maybe he was like, you know what? At this point, just get it in there. But then I also think to myself, well, <laughs> Jason Herzog is the best referee in the game right now. If mm-hmm. you ask me, who who you know, if you're telling me I need to pick one person who's going to officiate a fight for me to feel both safe and like the rules are being forced, I'd pick Jason Herzog. All right. So I'm not criticizing the man. I'm just saying we were taught that you give it to the fighter for them to put in their mouth. Okay, I didn't. I didn't notice that. I I did. Maybe. Hey, maybe I'm wrong too. No, you. No, you probably. I don't know anything. Honestly, look, there's probably a lot of people who listen and like. I can't even trust Scott anymore. <laughs> he gave round one to James. What well, a... most a lot of people are gonna be who's James? Yeah. Well, yeah. So... But but you know what? The people listen to this program. I think that. No, I think probably, we, yeah. we, we. They're they're passionate about this type okay. of thing that we talk about. Um, which is, of yeah. course, uh, you know, college football bets. Yes, college football bets. obviously. Right. Yeah. Right. We're done with Bellator. Five rounds from uh, UFC to did get Did you announce into. the judges who scored it? How? Oh, did I? No, 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 I did not, actually. Yes, that's right. That is fair play. Sal D'Amato and Ron McCarthy saw it the same way as you and I did for Nemcov. It was Brian Pacillo who saw it for Anderson. So. All right. Yeah. No no catch that over right here, but you and I were unanimous here. Yes. We, obviously, we disagreed on the first one, but we've been together ever since. In step. Right? Yeah. For oh, now, right now, for now, yeah, maybe, maybe uh, maybe we'll have to go to blows later on this <laughs> on this UFC card, uh, which we'll get into now. Starting with the uh, that opening fight, that super duper sloppy opening fight with a bunch of fouls. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, it yeah. took it. It ended up being seven minutes of actual like real time longer than the typical UFC fight would be. That goes three rounds. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of time to waste of your life watching this. And this fight, it really felt like because I watched it live. You didn't watch it live. It felt like it was two hours long. Yeah, I, it I know. It really yeah. felt like it was two hours long. Um, but that was Charles uh, Johnson got the split decision win over Zagas Zumagulov. 29-28s all around. We are split here on round two. Actually, before we get into this real quick, I just want to point out, Zumagulov is now 1-5 in the UFC, but three out of his four fights that went to decision, MMA media would have overturned and given him the win. Okay. Now, look, that's not saying he was robbed. But it is pointing out the fact that even though he's one in five, he could easily be four in two. Okay. It's not entirely unreasonable to think that he could be. Mm-hmm. And we talked about rounds from all those fights. So, you know, I don't think we ever sat there and said, I think one of those fights, I'm pretty sure you actually gave to Zuma Gulov, if not two of them. Yes. Um, and in, in, in the past, uh, as I've had in the past, I, I shortened his name to Zuma. Zuma, yeah. That's right. Less you so may not have to anymore because he's one in five now. <laughs> but, know, like, but again, granted, I, he's he's actually performing. He's just I, not. I don't, I don't want to get too far into it, but you bring I, up a point. Do you think maybe the UFC? Okay, he has an official loss. He lost, but sure. maybe maybe if the UFC sees well, he, we think he kind of won that one. Do they have like their in an in, inside record of being like maybe we keep him around just because we kind of think he has potential here? We think he actually did win these fights. We're not going to pay him his win bonus because we're not crazy, but we're kind of. Keep him around to see, see what, how it plays out. I mean, you're asking me to speculate, so I will speculate yeah. here. Um, I don't know anything. I love speculate. speculating. Sure. I've, yes, you do, don't you? Uh, <laughs> but, you know, in in the spirit of that, I think they probably will remember, let's say, what have you done for me lately in that sense? Uh, okay. So maybe a performance like this still sticks out and they're saying, look, you're still going out there. You're, you're doing enough to win. You're just not getting the win. Maybe we'll keep you around. But, you know, if he goes out there next time and he doesn't win... It doesn't matter how many times they did that. Whether they're yeah, like, well, the guy's right. not winning, and yeah, and he's also he's not like he's not a draw. Mm-hmm. Like he's from he's from Kazakhstan, not like a major market, and he's also not the biggest fighter from Kazakhstan. That is, of course, Shavkat Rachmanov. Mm-hmm. They only really need Rachmanov, and he's fantastic. Yep. Um, there's a lot of reasons why I could see them even after this being like ah, we're, we're we're moving on. But also, if he continues to lose, he's not advancing his uh, pay scale in his contract because they escalate every time you get a win by like $2,000. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, he's still cheap labor. Yeah, that's You true. know, he's cheap labor. He's he's obviously a credible fighter. People remember him as somebody who who should have won, if, you know. If they had they hired know. Sasha Baron Cohen <laughs> to be Borat for, you know, Shavkat and and Zumagulov. Okay. They might sell yeah. a little more. Like, well, you don't need to sell Shavkat, but I mean, for Zuma, it could help. Uh, Number two fighter in I'm Kazakhstan. Just, I just feel proud of myself for resisting the the temptation to ask Shavkat when I talked to him earlier this year about Borat. <laughs> I think I think that was very mature of me, and I feel good about myself. Okay. That is, 
There are other people out there who that's the, that's their business that they would have a good time with that. Uh, they don't have a little more. Let's say they're a little more lighthearted with it than I would have been. Okay. I'll 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 give you a good example. I'll bet you Ben the Bane Davis, who who okay. good dude, good dude. Um, no just, longer with the verdict. I do we have the verdict on that? I don't know. Okay. Just but he saying. he actually just made his commentary. Uh, I don't know if it was his debut, but it was for uh, a promotion in Colombia. He was doing commentary okay. over the weekend. All right, good for him. Yeah, good for him. He's nice. He's a nice kid. Anyway, um, he I could see getting the chance to talk to Shavkat and he'd be like, "All right, we're gonna take a Borat quiz now." <laughs> and ba- and and Bane, if you're listening, uh, go for it. I think he, I think it would be fun. He'd make some good content, but that's just not my style. Um, anyway, we got to get into this round now. Round, round two. two of Johnson versus Zhumagulov. Go. For the first two minutes, I don't think Johnson lands much outside of a left hook and a body punch. Uh, Zumagulov isn't landing anything hard, really, but I do think what he's doing is better than Johnson throughout the round. He lands a bunch of inside leg kicks, and they aren't really strong. Uh, but around a minute 30, Johnson does get going a bit, but I think Zumagulov has built up a, a lead, and I don't think Johnson's impact overtakes it. I think Zuma's volume was enough to hold on, plus this fight was riddled with fouls and interruptions. The pauses in action really do nobody any favors with how... It, I don't think that helps, but I'm on 10-9 Zuma Gulov. Yeah, I mean, look, these are these are veteran officials here. We got Derek yeah. Cleary, Sal D'Amato, and Doug Crosby, who are some of the most veteran we really have doing this. So I'm sure they they have systems in place that mm-hmm. can hopefully work them through these these situations and and get them through. Having said that, I look at this and I feel like this is probably a running theme from Zuma Gulov's losses is that he puts up better volume, mm-hmm. but he just doesn't look like he hits you that hard. Yeah, I don't think he ever like he almost never looks like he's got you like he just like, oh, he tagged him. You know, I bet you if you had Joe Rogan watch every one of his fights, you would never hear him go. Never, oh, not a single. He's oh, hurt. Not, not one single. No, oh. not a single time. But you'd probably <laughs> get it from his opponents here and there. Right. I mean, I guess it, but it is, it's also flyweight, too. It is flyweight. But so. it's also I mean, look, you you would say without question Johnson was landing with a higher impact. I do, yeah. They're both I do at, li- at flyweight. Yeah. It's it's still flyweight, yeah. you know. I mean, I just I feel like he's just not landing that hard. And it doesn't look. I'm like he probably hurt me. I'm not saying that, but <laughs> comparatively, he's just it doesn't seem to be hitting as hard. He's winning the volume, and I'm giving I'm actually giving him this round. Uh-huh. I do think the volume outpaced mm-hmm. the impact that was landing. Maybe that impact feels differently when you're next to the cage. Derek Cleary and Sal D'Amato, they saw it. Uh, as a Johnson round, they had a better ability to gauge yeah. that than I did, mm-hmm. for damn sure. So you know, I I feel okay giving this one. I I don't love the you know I don't love to just go with the volume guy. And it's not like I just picked one, right? Like I I I, I considered both. You know what Johnson did compared to what Jumagula did. I just felt like you know what I think I just didn't see enough from Johnson to overtake. He just kind of what you more. were saying. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Uh, so we're both on Jumagulov here. Yes. And we both agree with Doug Crosby, the judging genius. Couch shot override. Meow, 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 meow. Look at that. He doesn't, he doesn't need it, though. He's a genius. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. We do have a, another split decision here. Uh, probably won't spend as much time on this one, I don't think, just because we don't need to set up all the Juma Gulaw stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky Tercios got the win over Kevin Natividad. 29-28's all around as well. Round one is our split round here. So what is going on in this round that starts pretty quick? Well, I want to, I want to start and say I'm glad Tercios is back to himself and he's not fighting the way he fought as a hobby. Right, uh, yeah. That was, that was that not was a good weird. performance. Who knows? Um, but Who anyway, knows this round like. is a kind of a just a kind of a gigantic scramble for a <laughs> yeah, lot of it. It really is. Uh, Tercios opens up the fight throwing a spin kick to the head. I think it's mostly blocked, if anything. But uh, Natividad gets a takedown off it. And while on the bottom, Tercios is hitting him with some heavy shots. And it allows Tercio to get a reversal. Uh, a lot of this fight, like I said, it's, it's a grappling scramble that I think Tercios is getting the better of as he's landing punches, uh, setting up decent uh, attacks. He never really does get an attack, but he's the one in, in charge, leading the dance here for for the most part. Uh, Natividad has a uh, nice right that off-balances Tercios and a couple of body kicks. I don't think these body kicks were that strong especially not strong enough to warrant the reaction that Paul Felder gave them. Um, because <laughs> take one, Doga. He loves kicks. Uh, Tercios continues on like nothing happens. Like, yes, Tercios is shooting for takedowns after these strikes, but I do not think these are takedowns 
because it's out of desperation. Oh, I'm hurt. I better get it to the ground. I want nothing to do with the feet. I think he just wants to fight on the ground. I think he wants to, to keep it down there. Mm-hmm. Not not that he's hurt in desperation. So good. There's one thing that that commentators do is, you know, they'll get excited about strikes, right? And mm-hmm. I think a lot of what they're doing is they're getting excited because they appreciate the technique involved in it, right? Or or maybe the strategy of using said thing, or they just marvel at that kind of thing. Not necessarily you know, thinking that it actually hit hard, right? Uh-huh. They just get excited. Now, I'm not saying that's what Felder was doing here, but just in general, you see okay. that sometimes. They'll be like, oh, wow, look at that. Like, he really brought that in a fight. That's crazy. They just marvel at that. But this was a, but this it doesn't was a common body kick. Sure, so, sure, sure. I'm just, so. It's just, it I, I kind understand. of tipped me off yeah. to something I was thinking yeah. of. That, it's not, not terribly related to the scenario. Just caught to my head yeah. really anyway so anyway I'm, I'm on tertios 10-9 i'm also with tertios 10-9 i don't really have a ton to add to what you said here i just i i, I felt good about tertios here but i think it's close enough it's not crazy i wouldn't call it crazy i mean he does clip him pretty decently so yeah i think so too yeah. i'm i feel good about it like mm-hmm. i said um so yeah it's you and me along with uh derek cleary and saldomato anthony manis had natividad here uh i don't think anybody is crying outside of you know natividad and his family about the way uh, this fight being split. Not like Jumagula, people were not happy necessarily about that one either. Everyone ever gets mad when Jumagula loses. They just love this kid. <laughs> I, you know I what? Think I, they just I feel like he's been wronged. Honestly, I didn't see any any MMA Twitter uh, spats at all. I don't think anybody cared about this event. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was part of it. And everyone was just glad to be done with that fight. She's <laughs> like, oh, wow. It's, I'm 84 years old now. I guess I'm <laughs> done with this fight. All right. That's it for the split decisions, though. These will probably go a little quicker. Waldo Cortez Acosta in the new co-main event, because everything moved up, got the win over Chase Sherman. Unanimous, 29-28 twice, and a 30-27, but they were split on round one. This who, is a, a quick turnaround, the, right, for Waldo? It is, yeah. He, yeah. he fought what, sometime last month. It wasn't that long ago. Okay. Or was it even this month? I don't know. Everything runs together. I remember he was he was like he was a very big reactor to light kicks. Like no no no, it didn't hurt me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway so, yeah, so this so round, round one, um, I do think Cortez Acosta landed heavier to the head. I think Sherman's face is starting to swell a little bit, especially around the right eye. I think yes, Sherman landed heavy leg kicks early, two in particular. But outside of that, I think Cortez Acosta was a bit better on the whole. I think it was really close, and Sherman could have solidified it had he done something. A little bit more with his takedown. He did get him right into side control. I thought it was a solid takedown. I just don't think the takedown on its own would swing it back in his favor. So I think it's a very close round, but 10-9, Cortez Acosta. I went the other way. Um, yeah, I, I think the, the takedown helps, you mm-hmm. know, into into the side. And I think that helps enough that it's like, okay, it's actually a pretty decent mm-hmm. differentiator here. That's not why I went that way. I did think mm-hmm. he was landing some of the bigger strikes okay. throughout there, especially early in the round, but also a little later. There, there's, there's kind of a period of the fight where he disappears a little bit more right mm-hmm. you know and I, I think that's where it allows Cortez Acosta to come back and kind of start getting comfortable build a little bit of a lead um or let's say rally you know yeah because he was he was not winning to start the fight in the early portion of that round but he comes back and, and he makes it close enough totally fine with it going the other way I understand your perspective here I'm You're- also a baseball guy yeah, it was in the Reds organization. I keep meaning to look up his baseball <laughs> reference. I want to see what his minor league stats were. Maybe I'll look yeah. it up while you're explaining the next. Although, uh, if he, if he had round. a vote, he wouldn't have wasted it on Shohei Otani. I'm almost 100 percent certain. Of it. <laughs> uh, I'll get for, that off my for chest the MVP race. Yeah, it doesn't matter, dude. He got Unanim- the, unanimous he got the award. Something. Ken Griffey Jr. should have been unanimous. That's Derek the, Jeter should have been unanimous. Of, but we're talking about the Hall of Fame. Nobody remembers that for MVPs. He should have been unanimous. Nathan, tell me the last unanimous MVP. Didn't Gold, wasn't Goldschmidt unanimous? Let's say Verlander was just uh, was just I mean, unanimous Cy Young. I don't mean what happened in the last two weeks. I mean what like the last like let's go back even a year. Was anyone unanimous last year? Well, 2017 Judge should have been unanimous too. Um, the answer was Otani last year. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> he was great last year. He wasn't that. It wasn't wasn't better this year though. Couchside Judges is no longer about judging. We are now a college football betting slash baseball <laughs> MVP debating show. That's yeah. what we are. Tune in next week. Yes. We got a lot of fodder for that one, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, nonetheless, we're split here. You had it like Anthony Manis did. I had it like Sal D'Amato, Junichiro Camillo for Sherman. Agree to disagree. Perfectly fine. Yes. Didn't matter. Cortez Acosta took over and won the fight. Next fight, we only have two more rounds. Let's let's see if we can get through these with, without too many nonsense. Yeah, we'll, do, right? we'll, we'll, go, we'll, we'll, we'll fly a little bit more. Yeah. And they're both round three. The, these rounds, mm-hmm. they don't impact anything in, in terms of who wins the fight. So Jennifer Maya 
We mentioned this fight before. Got the win over Marina Moroz. 29-28 twice and a 30-27. Again, it's round three. What is going on in this round? Yeah, I think this is a really close boxing round. Um, they decided to just box this round. Um, I thought both were landing, both countering pretty good. Uh, for a little while, I thought Moroz was the one who was starting to pull away as she lands uh, that one uh, that off-balances Maya a little bit. She's probably a little uh, little off-balance as it started, but it, you know, good effect regardless. Uh, seemed to be the one that was slipping and landing, but you know that final minute, maybe minute and a half, Maya starts landing some pretty solid shots, getting good reactions, snapping the head back. But I also think Moroz was doing uh, a lot of the same earlier in the round. I think it's very close, but I think Moroz edged it 10-9. I had it the other way. Mm, fair. I'm not really going to go into it. We've already spent too much time in a lot of these rounds, but I had it the other way. It was close. I thought she's landing with a little more impact. Fair. That's pretty much where I'm at. It's, it's, that's all I really have to say. Um, Sal D'Amato saw it my way. I think I'm in good company. Yeah. You're in good company with Derek Cleary and Janitro Camillo for Moros. Okay. Didn't matter. No. Did not matter what Moving bit. on. We are moving on to our last round here. Miles Johns getting the win over Vince Morales. 29-28 twice again and a 30-27. What'd you see? I think Morales is the one landing with effect. I think John's nose is all bloodied up. His straight punches are getting through. John's was swinging wildly. A lot of volume, but I think it's mostly failed offense. Lots of missed punches and hanging on to a single and able to finish. I like Morales. I'm pretty confident in that one. 10-9. Yeah, I'm with you. All the same reasons. Mike Bell saw it that way. Adelaide Bird saw it that way. Mm-hmm. You know who didn't see it that way? Doug Crosby. The judging genius. Did not see it that way. <laughs> only one cow side override today, Doug. That's all you get. But you get one. That's, that's, that's pretty that's good. A good one, though. It, that's our only one. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. No, that's not true. We had we had the other one. Uh, Mike Bell got one. Too. Mike Bell got yeah, one. Yeah. That that one's in the mail. <laughs> yep. And uh, and that is it. We got through it. We did it somehow. We got very distracted. My ADHD was working in overdrive this time. Um, we had one round where we actually had a disagreement. We haven't had that really. Well, sometimes sometimes we well, we to disag- quit the show we and dis- stuff. Yeah, oh, that's true too. Yeah, I remember you quit a few weeks ago. I though. did. I did. We renegotiated contract. He's back in. You should see it. I I have a lot of great perks. <laughs> it's so good now. Oh man. Anyway, <laughs> finish wise, of course, you know we, we, we gotta we gotta bring it back to the finishes too. Give a little love to the non-judged rounds. UFC had four finishes. It was again. This was not a memorable card in any way. There were no fin- no submissions, by the way. Only one fight ended in the first round. Uh, that being Jack Della Maddalena. Which, uh, by the way, I'm, I I already looked ahead. I can see that that's not your favorite finish, and I'm surprised that you didn't put him on there. Well, I mean, his his performance as a whole is okay. was my favorite. Gotcha, it gotcha. was fantastic. So we, we, maybe we need to add at some point performance, but that probably just bogs us down. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares what we think? Do yeah. you guys care what we think? No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You just tune in for the comedy and, and the jersey. New Jersey's where it's at. Anyway, four TKOs. Bellator had eight finishes, mostly on the prelims, though. The prelims was like finish fest. Mm-hmm. Um, seven by TKO, one submission, one submission between all of these UFC Bellator yeah. fights. That's a little weird. Uh, three fights ended in the first round. Of all of that stuff, what was your favorite finish? Well, I really love Kennedy and Zek Chikou having Kutalaba hurt, gets low blowed. The ref stops and he's like, no, no, don't worry about my pulse. I'll take care of that later. I'm about to finish him. We're going. Let's just keep going. And he does. He starts up and he just he gets uh, Kutalaba out of there. Okay. I liked it. He's like, I'll deal with that later. Right now, I have a fight to win. And I love that. There you go. Now yours. My favorite finish was a lot of fun. Muslim Salikov started with the spinning wheel kick, gets the job uh, done. I mean, Andre Fialia was in kind of a lot of trouble. The one to the body, as too. The fight, as the fight goes on. He already lost a 10-8 round unanimously mm-hmm. in round two. So he was totally in the driver's seat, Salikov. Um, yeah, he lands the wheel kick, and from there, it's kind of it's just the, the you, finish is academic. You can't be a punching bag for someone and expect the ref not to stop it. I thought it was a great stoppage. And and he honestly, agree. Ha- it, it, he's just fun to watch, Salikov. Yeah. When he actually can get in his, his rhythm and get in his groove, mm-hmm. and he starts throwing with, with kind of that precision Wususanda uh, stuff he, he loves to throw, it's, it's fun. Yeah. So it's, it's my good. favorite finish. I like it. Yeah, I had a good time with it. And... Before we put the total pin on the entire weekend here, I just want to point out, I looked up Waldo Cortez Acosta mm-hmm. on baseball reference, okay? Because we're baseball guys, right? Found him. It just lists him as Waldo Cortez, but it's him. Okay. Same age, same height. He's got more weight on him now. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. He's an older man. But he was 18 at the time of these statistics that are accrued. This is all we have. This is the only thing on record of him. In 2010, 
He pitched for a team called the Reds in the uh, the Dominican Summer League. Mm. Now, he wasn't all that. He didn't really do that much here. Pitched in nine games, seven and a third innings, gave up 13 earned runs, walked 16, and struck out... Umpires were probably two. squeezing him. Umpires two. were probably squeezing him. Yeah, I'm sure that's what that's it was. That's probably what it was. He, ha- he had a 2 to 16 strikeout to walk ratio. <laughs> Sir, to call him a former baseball player. <laughs> he played baseball. I played say, baseball, too. He was 18 with a 15.95 ERA. Hey, he was a kid. What but you, you know who else? And he found fighting. You know who else pitched in the, in this uh, Dominican Summer League that year? Who? Wandy Peralta. Okay. There you go. Love Wandy. I know you do. Love Wandy. I thought you would. I, I figured that would that would bring it home for you. Yeah. And that is that is all the baseball we have on uh, today's show. We are going to move real quick into PFL before we close out here because PFL is. They're running the show this weekend, the day after Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, by the yes, way. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Before we forget, because sometimes you forget to shout out the holidays at the end of our shows and everything. So let's get that in there. I hope you all have a nice and safe Thanksgiving and enjoy some turkey or whatever you, you guys like to eat if you're heathens and don't eat turkey. Anyway. I don't like turkey. I'm a sides guy. You're a heathen. I like the sides, too. I like lasagna, they, too. Turkey's good. Turkey's good. Look, lasagna's fine, but this is America. You got a turkey. Yeah, for decoration. Uh, you're a weirdo. Anyway, PFL, it's Friday PFL, night. PFL. I will be there. You will be there. I will not. <laughs> I have to work in the office. The office being my desk at home, but it's still office hours, right? Mm. So, unfortunately, I won't be able to go. I was looking forward to it. Um, supposed to be talking with Kayla Harrison this week. So, that'll be fun. At least I'll have that. Coming out, some little content previewing it. But nonetheless, what are these fights? Because you're going to be in-house. There's six title fights. I'm not going to list them all, but are there one or two that jump out at you? The ones I, that you're actually when I interested read... in, That you're interested in, not just that they're yeah. like there. Okay, listen. I was... Almost heartbroken when I read this. Shane Burgos is out. Shane Burgos is out. He, uh, he. I forget what he hurt. I was talking to him after because he and I were, he and I were like, try, like ships passing in the night for like the last like six weeks before he got hurt, trying to arrange something. It just didn't work out, um, you know, coverage wise. And so I texted him when I heard. I was like, Yeah, is everything okay? He's, and he sounded like he more or less like dodged, you know, let's say a a bigger injury. Okay, it could have been worse. But gotcha. yeah, he's obviously he's out of the fight. Yeah, so unfortunately that is the case. Uh, he was supposed to fight Marlon Marais. Now it's Marlon Marais versus Shaman Rice two. Are they related? They are not related. Okay, they just have the same surname. Because that would be really cool if they were. Because like finally, okay, finally teammates are fighting each other. Do you mean brothers are fighting each other, or, or brothers cousins, or whatever you're saying? Yeah, no, no. Anything? Yeah, no, like, yeah. no. They are not related, and they already fought back in back when it was World Series of Fighting before either of them had gone to the UFC. Okay. They've now both been to the UFC and come back to the organization, which now is called PFL, was World Series of Fighting. And here they are, rematching again. It's very weird. That's mm-hmm. obviously not one of the marquee fights, though. It was it was more interesting when it was Marais versus uh, Shane Burgos. Right. Although, on paper, man, that, that looked like a weird matchup and, and not a good one for Marais. I think Bud and, and Ladd will be good, too. Oh, uh, you... You're only interested in the non-title fights. Um, no, well, because well, here's the thing. I think Kayla smoked Julia Pacheco. Julia interesting, but yeah. Um, I think Laughlin and, and Jenkins is probably pretty interesting. Sabat- Sadabu Sai uh, kind of came out of nowhere. Sadabu C. Sadabu C. Um, kind of came out of nowhere, I think, at least in my world. Well, he was he so, was a part of it last year. He didn't quite get over the hump. He was in. I think he was in part of the Final Four. Okay. So, yeah, this year he did. I think Akhmedov it, kind of being at 205 kind of... Uh, was he always two hundred five? No, he was eighty five. He was eighty five because he I, had that like that really sloppy that like they got super right. tired at the end with, with Chris Weidman. Yeah. yeah, so I th- I think two hundred five may may be a better fit for him there. I think a lot of these guys so, should be up at two hundred five instead of yeah. eighty five. To be perfectly honest, I, I think it's going to be including a great card. The, who was the best fighter in this field who got injured and out was Junior, uh, not Junior, um, Antonio Carlos Junior. Shoeface, Shoeface would have been here, but he hurt his knee, mm. blew his knee. Okay, so he doesn't get the fight here. Uh, he didn't get to fight, even get to the opportunity. He wasn't in the the playoff field. He was the number. I think he would have been the number one or two seed. Okay, but nonetheless, he wasn't in it. Yeah. Rick, um, I'm excited. I'm going to be in the house when I go to. Akhmedov fight... is his teammate, by the way. Shoeface is teammate. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So if if they had gotten to the finals, that would have been kind of an unfortunate. They, I think they're friends too, like not just teammates, but friends. So that would have been an unfortunate Scott, thing. If someone said winner gets a million dollars, oh, I'm fight fighting Scott. the heck out of you. We are fighting. I'd fight your um, mother for that. <laughs> me and too. She's delightful. <laughs> Uh, but like I said, I'm going to be there. I'm a guy who gets there for the very first fight, stays for the very end. I, I I can't stand it. People buy tickets 
and they show for just the main card. Sometimes just the main event. In my experience, kind of crazy at that particular venue. I think most people come when they can. So I think you'd be surprised how many people are there. I hope so. But it, listen, I don't know where I'm sitting yet. But if anyone wants to put me front row, you can put a, a, <laughs> a, my name on a chair. I'm down to take that seat. Uh, I would love it. All right. So. All right. But that's it, though. You're not you're not not high on any of the other fights. What about Stevie Ray and uh, Olivier Albin Mercier? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm down for all the fights. I'm okay, ready to okay. Go. All right, like, all right. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be excited for all of them. Do, and you, I will not boo said, anyone. You're saying Caitlin? You better not. Booing's stupid. Yeah, I'm not a booer. Yeah. Unless just, you're the just, Astros and you just, come to Yankee Stadium, I, I mean, boo look, you. Look, that's fine. Oh yeah, we stopped baseball talk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's next week. Okay. Uh, you you mentioned Kayla Harrison. You think is just gonna smoke in, in your words, uh, Larissa Pacheco. Yeah. Larissa, Larissa Pacheco, by the way, I'm, and just don't interrupt me. Give me give me the second here. Larissa Pacheco has won all five of her fights since she lost to Kayla Harrison the last time three years ago. All of them have been by TKO or KO in the first round. She's she's smoking girls right now. She she is just wrecking them. Number that's number one. Number two, Pacheco's the only fighter who has fought Harrison twice and gone the distance both times. Bookends. <laughs> So this is their third fight, then. This is their third fight. You know, it's tough to beat someone three times. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's a but Frankie it, beat BJ think, three times. Sure, some would argue no. Some would argue no. I, I would argue no. I don't. Um, but <laughs> but, I, but I think Kayla makes it that, easy. I was gonna say, does that change your opinion a little bit of the, of the fight? Knowing that, no. Okay, no. Kayla, easy. So is she finishing it or not? Is uh, she gonna, yeah, is this she time she puts a wrong? she puts a stamp on it. This okay. time, all right. That's what's happening. All righty. But Jeremy Stevens, you like that fight too against Nathan Nathan Schultz? I like their Jeremy Stevens fights. Guy comes out there, he puts it all on the line every single time. So there you go. It doesn't. Uh, <laughs> and here's the other question for you: If this was a pay per view fight that you were sitting at home to watch, would you pay the? I believe fifty dollars, roughly fifty dollars. I think this is a fair price point compared to what the tickets cost. But we're not worried about. I mean, we live in this area, but like most of the world doesn't live within. The ability to go and pay for the tickets to go. So if you're just sitting there thinking about this is a fifty dollar card, and we just had a seventy five dollar card in the same city, by the way, in the same general building, although in a different part of the building, mm-hmm. uh, fight card. Would you pay that fifty dollar charge to watch this fight card? Well, you have six title fights, so yes, this is special. I would. Okay. Um, okay. But okay. that's interesting. I'm glad to. I'm, but thank you for sharing. I would not if they if PFL. Did pay per view the same way UFC did? Had twelve or thirteen of them a year. I would not buy every single one. But you feel like one a year, one a year, I pay. And it's the championship. Yeah, you can justify it. How are they? Okay. How are they even making money on this? They're giving six million away before fight purses, and they're only charging fifty bucks. I mean, Tickets are very affordable. The worst seat in the house is fifty bucks. I think that's how it should be. If you're going to charge. 60 bucks on pay-per-view or 70 bucks on pay-per-view like UFC. The cheapest ticket for any live event should be 70 bucks. That's what it should be. Not these $500 to sit all the way in the back row. I'm a little disappointed I didn't get to go to 281, um, but I'm going to make up for it when I'm at. And it's a shame because that was really, that was definitely the best fight card that I've been to. That would have been worth your money even if you paid it. Wouldn't have been. Yeah, it would have. Never. I promise you. No, I would have been like, why did I pay 500 bucks for that? I didn't see anything. I heard a lot, but I didn't really (laughs) see it. All right. I understand. All right. That's it for us. Uh, We're done talking about fights. We're done talking about baseball. We're done talking about college football for the week. Thanks for listening. And like I said, have a nice Thanksgiving. We'll be back with PFL next week. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening.